Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Welcome to the Film Vault Family Christmas, the annual gift exchange. Thank you for indulging us in our desire to celebrate the season. I'm Ryan Bishop and Anderson, we're your hosts. And joining us all the way across the room, first of all, we are at the historic, iconic Chateau Moment, the hotel in uh, Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard. Joining us left to right is Diana Vandekamp. Howdy. Good to see you all the way across uh, from Ireland. And of course, uh, Florence Brewer. Hello, Merry Christmas. Yes, good to have you. Mike Carano joins us. Good morning. Yes, he's here. Uh, <laughs> me, of course, Anderson. Mm. Yeah. Anyone call this place the Chatmo? I hope not. Chatmo. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> That's bad. There's a Chateau Marmot that I did see. Yeah. <laughs> what? Really? Trying to come here. Yeah, it's for, for a little dog that hotel. Avery. <laughs> that is Avery on the uh, mic there next to Anderson. We are going to exchange gifts, white elephant style, and uh, draw numbers, see what order we go in. Uh, and we should uh, explain that everyone brought a gift uh, around 20 bucks. I don't think it's a hard and fast rule, but uh, we're not going extravagant generally. And we all draw a gift. The person after you or the people after you have the opportunity to steal said gift. Do we have a limit? Do we cap the number of steals? I forget this every year. I don't know. We need Tyler here Do you for this. Freeze it on the second steal? I think we should. Otherwise, it's going on forever. So a gift can be stolen twice. And if your gift is stolen, you draw again, of course. Uh, and the number one person has the opportunity at the very end to steal any gift that has not been stolen twice. And uh, normally, we would have Logan and Ty Ty here, uh, Tyler White. But Tyler started uh, his new job at Rivian, I believe, yesterday. And, Good for him. Good for him. Uh, and, and and Logan works for Sony Pictures, and he has a nine-to-five as well. So he's Logan on a full-time gig. Yeah. I said this off the air to Diana and to uh, Florence, but it is nice. If I Listen, I miss Tyler. I miss Logan. I wish they were here. But if I had to choose, it's nice to feel like a proper film ball family Christmas. We got our, what our in the two world. Red, we got our two red light, green light. <laughs> why, 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 why do you to, think this is a good as, thing to say? Let me finish. As opposed to Anderson's extended family uh, podcast Christmas. So it feels very appropriate. <laughs> and Mike's also here. And so we can exchange. Mike's gifts. hosted the film ball before. That's though. Oh, yes. So we actually have proper. Tyler, Tyler did too. I never released them, but Tyler and I sat down and did a couple films. So balls. aside from. Aside from uh, the gift episodes uh, that we do annually, Tyler's voice has never appeared, as far as the people know, on the film vault. We love you, Ty Ty. I do too. I'm more wish he was here. Obviously. It's not clear. It's Logan weird. too, obviously. <laughs> we love you clear? too, Logan. Weird way to say it. Pretty I wish true. he was here. I'm just glad he's not because so it feels... <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is a finally a film vault family, Chris, as we can all enjoy. Uh, let's uh, draw some numbers. Uh, yeah, we drawing numbers right now? We already did, yeah. Okay. We have not revealed them, however. Let's okay. reveal our numbers. Diana, what number did you get? I got four. All right. Florence? Um... Has everyone looked? I, I was just going to say, usually yet. what I do is say, who's number one? I am number one. <laughs> okay. I am number one. And then we reveal as we go. Oh, oh you wow. do it that way. You don't want to get right on it, Florence. Already. I wish Tyler oh, was we, here. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I'll be the judge of if the rules are properly applied. Okay, well done, since well done. <laughs> Tyler is not here. Okay, You're so the closest to being a judge out of <laughs> all of us. So. so then we need uh, number two. I got Z. 
No, 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 no. You guys are doing it wrong. So Brian is one. Yep. So now he picks a bag. Oh, oh like that. Okay. okay. Whatever you like. What did you say you had? Uh, uh, we're, we're, no, we're not supposed no, to be No, Mike. You're making no. forms for him. Tyler was here. Sorry, I don't listen very well. All right, Diana Kamea, please have... Oh, God, they all look so good. Yeah, so... We have three, four bags, one wrapped gift and one wrapped in a Trader Joe's I, I bag. Made, I made the Trader Joe's You bag don't say. Paper. You don't say. And I didn't do a great job. It's a good print job. I will say that my cats made it worse. <laughs> Let me <laughs> get... Hmm? I'll... I'll take the tallest one, the striped bag that's right there in the middle. Yes, please. And hold it up for the camera for us. Oh, yes, we are streaming this. Uh, we could have done lavaliers straight into the computer. Uh, we'll have to remember that. That would sure. open up a couple of ports Thanks. in the back. It's always a struggle, oh, a challenge. Bag. I want the bag. To get all six people on mic. Is it three-dimensional? Uh, I wish. All right, hold on. All right, so uh, Brian has chose my bag. Oh, this. Uh, I was about to say, reveal who brought the gift. I, I brought that gift. I, I would like to, uh, to say that I bought this these gifts uh and in a mountain town of all places at an antique store uh probably six months ago up in idlewild because you were holding and, on to this uh, i was thinking these are great for the white elephant exchange so that's what i was thinking when i bought them they are authentic if not offensive <laughs> i know this is intriguing Thanks. Authentic, if not offensive. And I, I, I have a guess as to who's going to go home with these or who will want them the most. Oh, my. That's a tiki woman. I don't know how to reveal that. Diana. I'm hoping for a tiki woman. Oh, my God. I just saw tufts of hair, and I, I, I thought you bought wigs to spite Brian and I. No, I, was, I, was I don't think so. And a tiki boy. <laughs> Yes, they're very cute. They're very cute How little are these Hawaiian offensive? kids. They're very cute Hawaiian kids, and they're from, I believe, the 60s. The oh, 60s, yeah. man. Butt crack. Oh. And they're cute. They're cute as can be. They're kitschy. <laughs> the boy has, has his nails painted. Hey, can we edit this podcast? I mean, you can do anything, but I'd rather not. Why? Why? I was going to say, how am I going to get my dick in that little <laughs> hole? <laughs> oh, my God. We need content, so we're not editing any of it. I apologize for that. Now, Brian, you have to hold it up for it's the camera. It's not even your gift. <laughs> not <laughs> yet. Not yet. Number two. He could steal it. All right, who's number two? I'm, number, I'm Z2. You have the option to steal my gift or open a new gift? Um, I'm absolutely stealing your gift. Oh, I shit. love those. I love those dolls. <laughs> and, uh, Wait, get, get Mike on the, on oh the mic. Oh, my God. It's so, the hair is almost soft. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. I like it. I Mike, really why like did you it. choose it? Run. I like that these kids are not ashamed of their little pop bellies. And they just like being who they are. Do they spark joy in you, Mike? I like them, though. I really do like these. I, I think could they're tell. cool. Are, I, they, are they old? They're very old, yeah. Anderson, was Mike the one you predicted would go home with these? No. But it, what, where's the inappropriateness here, though? It's just, I think, the um, characterization, perhaps. It's a is, crude representation. Of what? A, a, a joyful Hawaiian culture? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are celebrating a very positive body image. Look at them having fun, yeah. partying, dancing. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, I don't know. nice. I, it could be that we're, we're just all overly sensitive these days. I love so do I pick a gift now? Because Mike's all you mine. do. Okay. Yep. This is fun. Back to the well. What you got? Uh, I'll take the small green bag underneath the wraps present. This guy. Mike, where are you going to place those in your in your apartment? Those are on these things that I'm getting from some antique store right now. Where are you going to place those in your apartment? Whose gift is this? I'm going to I'm going to do the dashboard thing. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the I largest. I, I think these are cool looking. I don't know, man. Maybe I'll re-gift them someday to a friend who's obsessed with tiki culture. This would be great for a tiki but, uh, bar. How come the the boy has painted nails Ooh. too? Is that a thing? Gender for, like, is fluid. Is that a thing for, uh, <laughs> for hula dancing? Oh, is this Irish? Yes, it is. Are this from Ireland? It is. Oh. Somebody might have painted those after okay. the fact, Mike. Irish spoon. Mm. Yeah. I have a uh, cooking spoon, a kitchen spoon, uh, emblazoned with, what, what does that say in Gaelic? Um, Pomothon. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. It just means kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty it's, good. It's a complicated language. Are these Irish candies? They're delicious. Oh, shit. They're oh, so good. 
Uh, okay, I'm not giving this. Are you trying to sell Cadbury as Irish candy? Well, they you can't get those here. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. At least foreign candy. Board with an Irish blessing and great yeah. Should I read it? Sure. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind always be at your back, and may the sun shine warm upon your face. That's very nice. And I truly want all of that for you. Thank you. I mean, whoever got the gift, obviously. Yeah. This is what is. Oh, it's a hen party. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> Why not? It's a sash. Yeah. <laughs> that you can have. Yeah. And then finally, oh, is this consumable? Ooh. Oh my God. So this, oh, I saw seaweed. I'm like, great, Tessa will love it. She loves seaweed. But this is uh, the Seaweed Skin Company. I assume this is some sort of treatment or scrub. It's for your bath. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, it'll make your skin delightful. Uh, yeah. Very not so secretly hope that I walk away with all these and gifts. Came from Thank the Wild Atlantic, awesome. which is what I live adjacent to. Good gift, Diana. Thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Excellent. This I don't just know what in. Irish food is, but there's a place in the valley called Ireland's 32 that has excellent food. And I know you probably don't care since you live in Ireland, but they have really good fish and chips and corned beef and cabbage. This is great. I'm curious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> I this just it. in, the, the Hula Kids, um, I did not see this till just now, so I feel like I, I might have been ripped off, but it says made in China, which means that they're not oh, as old as I okay. had presumed. Well, in that case... They were discontinued in like 2014. They could still be 80s. They could still be from the from the 80s. All right, number three. Who is number 60s three? 60s is out. I am number three. Hey, Avery, you're up. Let's see. You can steal either, either the previous gifts or you can open a new one. I'm intrigued by Brian's gift because when he got here, in true Brian form, he said, uh, you could put that in the fridge. It's not necessary, but it does make it better, which I've never heard of a gift-wrapped bag. Yes. Before. Better open it quick so it can breathe. Uh, but I also like. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with Mike's. Uh, I like the. I like the the, the torn up wrap job. I don't want to give a. I hate this when this happens. When you hate your prepared. gift. And I wasn't prepared. No, it's the, it's the annual Mike qualifying. His yeah, gift. it was a scramble through the Mike Toronto archives, and I finally went. Yep, but you might be too young for that. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It is. Can you hold this for a minute, Andrew? Way. Is this a Where's the Beef board game? Puzzle? Not no puzzle? Way, it's a puzzle. It's a <laughs> the iconic Where's the Beef ad in puzzle form. Classic. Yep. Wow. Is that Wendy's? Yep. I think so. I was wondering why it was. Do you know what that is, Avery? <laughs> yes. I do okay. know what it is. <laughs> you too, actually. Yes. All of you. It's the original Where's the Golden Girls. Golden Girls. I am a form. golden girl now. <laughs> I'm what a Blanche. Who are you? Oh, huh. I don't know. What, what, Sophia, what, maybe? What do you have to be to be <laughs> a golden? 50? Sophia or Blanche are the best. Yeah. If you're 50, you're a golden? This is like the older be version. You a golden girl whenever you want to be oh. a golden yeah. girl. Okay. It's like the older version of Sex in the City. Yeah. You're a Charlotte. The, the, oh, I'm the, a Carrie for Sex in the, the City. The stunning fact that <laughs> always blows my mind is someone will go, do you know how old Archie Bunker was supposed to be? On all the family, and they're like thirty-eight or thirty-seven. And you're like, what? No. Yeah. 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 He was like a young dad. All right. Who's number four? Wait, Archie Bunker was not. Don't say that like it's just a matter of fact. Yeah, he was a young dad. No, Archie he Bunker was supposed to be that age on the show. But how old was oh, he? Oh, she as goes for the refrigerated yeah. gift. Oh, uh, the refrigeration. Yeah. Now this is going to require some context. Melted ice cream. But if you listen closely to a certain podcast that I think we both listen to, this might uh, make sense. Shut up. I was listening to a podcast a few months ago, and the hosts were talking about nothing. They're in a Gelson's parking lot, I think. And they, one of them was going on and on about how great the mud pie was oh from the chart house. And I'm like, wow. oh, I bet there's still wow. chart house mud pies out there. Wow. And wouldn't you know, Redondo Beach, not too far away from where I live, uh, yes, I was able to go and procure two what? fresh slices wow. of Chart House oh, mud oh, pie. Wait, you went to Chart? You went to Verdando Beach? Well, we were we were uh, flew in from uh, uh, to LAX, so we we're halfway there. So you're like on your way back from LAX. <laughs> you went to the Chart House. <laughs> yeah, Diana flabbergasted. Just, no, just picked up slices. Wow, that is thoughtful. that is very thoughtful. I must say, like genuinely one of my favorite desserts <laughs> uh, in the world. Uh oh, my. And I will. 
fight one of you to the death if you try to steal it. Well, the podcast host who was going oh, on, and on to already Beach. took a gift. So uh, you might be in luck. What do you think about a where's God, the beef puzzle? Are you actually weeping tears of joy? Yeah. She's crying. She, she is crying. weeping. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so I glad. So I did not anticipate this reaction. This is great. Oh, this is the best. You probably... I had a chance to steal just to watch the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you don't? Let's call Tyler. Just eat a ball. Oh, I'm so sick. So, <laughs> Diana, those have been. I had it just that thought. Those buddy. were purchased. Su- it's Tuesday. Those were purchased Sunday night and frozen immediately and then in the fridge for the last, I don't know, oh hour gosh. or so. So, Maybe pop them in the fridge. I can, I'm going to put them in right now okay. if you don't mind. Well, they wow. are they are liable to be stolen, so maybe leave them in no. the next <laughs> they will not be stolen. twenty minutes. <laughs> anyway, all right, number five. I feel like I owe Mike a lot. I'm number five, what? and I don't dare I steal the mud pies. <laughs> Smart. I will take the one with the polka dots. Okay. The actual wrapped gift. Yes. You're number four. Well, you know, five. Really five. Five. Mm-hmm. five. Makes, me, makes me my six. Gift. Sure. Thanks. But uh, wrapping frozen pie was hard. Who wrapped that one? Well, this is a this wearable. Is it is a wearable. This is a wearable item. You have to open it. It's a little related. It's a, it looks like some sort of shirt. It. It's a limited edition. And it's in. <laughs> is that from Avery? It's, yes, it is. This must be from the did Netflix you get that store. To turn around. You get the, the May no December. Oh my gosh! I, I did. It's a May so December funny. T-shirt. Wow! And I just saw this movie. Like just saw it. And on the front it says a film by Todd Haynes. That is roomy. Oh, Four you can sleep really in. Really cool. Do you love the movie that much? What made you do that? <laughs> they gave they gave these to everybody who was at the limited screening. Okay, this oh. makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Oh, that's even more special. Mm-hmm. It so it's limited limited edition. Very special. May December. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Awesome. So number six. So last one is Anderson, I that's, assume. Yes. That's me. I'll take the... Um, hmm. Not mud pie? <laughs> hmm. There's, There's one a, where's the beef It's tastefully wrapped in a glittery green so bag. So if, if I take the green bag, which is from Florence. Yes. Uh, that's the end of the game? Correct. No, I have the option no, to steal. Brian can steal. But Brian's very happy with his. So far, I haven't seen Florence as a gift. Uh, I guess I'll go with... The mud pie. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I want to think that Look at her face. Oh, look at that look. Uh-huh. YouTube.com slash uh, the film. Half, <laughs> half though. Just one mud pie and you get one of these. And then we'll be separated forever. If you take the sad. mud pie, she's throwing you over the balcony. The we non-code balcony. Slices. You don't want the May December t-shirt? I do want the May December t-shirt, but I'd rather have uh, the green. The green. See, because I could envision you working out in that t-shirt. <laughs> that would be quite Off enjoyable. Like no, be pretty I've good. I've never been there. Be pretty good. It's a whole piece of chocolate. All right, the last gift, like I said, is a lovely matched green Where's tissue and green bag. What are you looking for? I'm, I'm making sure this is the right move. Where's the beef? Is available. What, what size is the Todd Haynes? It's a large. We already went over that, right? Yeah. It's a good looking dude. Do you like it? Just beat it. Well, otherwise you have beat to beat it. <laughs> and then what? I have to take my own gifts? Just beat it. Or you could steal Brian's. <laughs> I've taken my own gift more than once. I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a my com- gift is I got an air compressor in my fucking cool. opening Florence's. <gasps> oh, the reasonable bag alone is cool. Thank you. Ooh. It is oh, a nice. Brookstone travel blanket for travel what no there's more see this is a soup and a movie bag oh look at this so whenever i go the amazing gift card whenever i go to the the movies is that a sprinkle for popcorn it is that's very good is that too pickle Oh, oh, also brilliant. Also brilliant. this is great so whenever i go to the movies i bring a bag with a blanket and um inside that little popcorn container there's something at extra because this is called it's not just a movie bag it's a soup in a movie bag soup in a movie bag. yes which i invented soup in a movie which is where you bring soup into the movie and so now you can also <laughs> enjoy atticus how do you bring soup in a movie. Into the movie. great soup in a you movie. sneak it in in your movie bag hey, that's the, the way, whole purpose the his, my history that's amazing wow <laughs> i love this it's like a printed out by presentation that's great was <laughs> oh, that a gift card Yes. Yeah. For Panera. So there's a gift card to AMC, and there's also, there's, so there's two movie tickets, 
a gift card to AMC, a gift card to Panera, Damn. your own personal blanket, mm-hmm. popcorn flavoring, and there you go. It is, it is great. Um, it is fantastic. Here, here, I'm sorry for just saying yeah. that. Here's what I think Florence did with this. Uh, you know how you're not supposed to bring outside food into movie theaters? Mm-hmm. And it was strictly enforced when I was younger. Now they're a little more... They'd pass it down. Yeah. They would, you couldn't bring anything in. And I think she discovered if you come in with a piping hot bowl of soup, <laughs> they're just going to be like, whatever, crazy lady. They're afraid it's you're going to throw it at them. Yeah. yeah. So smart. You're not allowed to food in here. Oh, is that lobster? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I enjoy. If they protest, that soup's not up in their face. And if they complain, Florence goes, I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> and Okay. One time I got caught with soup in a movie. How do you get and it in? How do you not I, get caught? Okay. You bring the bag. <laughs> you bring the bag and you have your blanket on top and you put the soup underneath mm-hmm. so soup's pretty wow. quiet so you don't get Some caught soup but, is quiet yes so one time the, per- <laughs> the person um like wanted to look in my bag and they saw that there was soup and i said i want my money back i'm not going into this movie and did you get your money back yeah and you ate your soup oh, all sad i ate right? my soup outside <laughs> Wait, what wow. kind of soup I think it was like a vegetable barley or something. You're like, something. how oh. dare you enforce rules on me? Yes. I demand satisfaction. You, you have other options. Though. You could have said, uh, this is my to-go container from dinner. I didn't want to leave it in the car. I did oh. say that. Or I think if uh. I was you, I would constantly go like, well, I'll sue your ass. <laughs> Here's my card. I did say, See you in court. I did say it was my leftovers. And she said, well, you can leave them at the counter. And I said, I'm not leaving my leftovers at the counter. Yeah. And um, so I got my money back and left. Soup in a movie. Soup in a movie. How- Just put the blanket on top. How often is this occurring? What percentage Almost of movie going? Every time that I go to the movies, <laughs> it's really I'm envisioning a rash of reviews delightful. on my letterbox from the Phoenix area. Like, good movie, a lot of slurping, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of slurping and blowing. I do love CD the idea theater. Of Florence having her own show, and she discusses the movie and soup. Yeah, and pairs them. What's the best pair? It's the, the last time I was here. I talked about the soup I had at the movie, and that's the thing I was enthusiastic about. And you guys were like, "You just liked the soup." Yeah. But why yeah. do we not question you eating soup at a movie? How do we just? <laughs> we probably glossed over with, it with, with like the iPad or something. And, yeah, you can. Yeah, it's okay. not a restaurant where I no, order the soup. I have this a miniature Benny Mama Grill, and I make that sizzling rice in the theater. <laughs> yeah, a little. You bring your own little hibachi for him, for us, for everyone. I know it's yeah, my gift this. to the film vault audience. Oh, soup in a movie. Well well it's my invention. Well, Florence, here's how good your gift is. I was committed to not giving out my gift, but now I'm actually thinking about stealing someone's. Where's the? Which is my prerogative. Steely Andersons, Steely Andersons. You should steal Andersons. I've got a pretty good puzzle over here. I'll trade you, Anderson, just the uh, the the bride sash for one of the uh, sprinkles for the popcorn. Can we do that? Is that no, allowed? No, you don't want the bride sash. No, that's not allowed. So of course it. How dare you? <laughs> I created this show. <laughs> uh, like you co-created it. Looks pretty good. And then I do need to right, know the origin of Soup in a Movie. <laughs> I need to know how that started. We got, we got to talk about some movies and TV shows and things to watch, too. Uh, I disagree. Because, I mean, we're 20 minutes. Well, I've, I've got things to talk about. Yes. We'll talk we're, about we're Christmas minutes. movies we like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christmas mm-hmm. movies well we watch well done. with soup every year. <laughs> with soup, yeah, soup without soup. Like soup for the season. It's cold. Well, not today, Wait, obviously. So, so how did the soup start? What was the yeah, origin you're of You're asking the, all the right questions. Sure. Thank God okay. for you. So Avery. when I had more time for a period of time many years ago... I was doing a lot of movies by myself. It was like before I had Maggie and the other kids were in school and I would go and see an afternoon movie and there was a place across the street that had soup. So I would get a soup and then I would put it in the movie bag and Story I would sneak off. it in. Wait, this is still not clearing it up for me. Why is <laughs> you so think? disturbing to me? I would get a soup. I'm like, no, that soup's something you would get forced and, on you as an appetizer. And the, movie, the movies are always cold. So okay. then you like uh, yeah, warm yeah, yeah, up yeah, with yeah. the this soup. This is now making more they sense. They should have okay. hot cocoa at yes. the risk, yes. The risk though, Florence, is with the longer movies, you know, Fire Moon and whatnot, the soup is liquid, right? This is going to make you pee at some point. I mean, is people are drinking problem? giant bucket-sized Cokes. Yeah. And yeah. So that's why I don't do that either. But it's I not guess. soup in a movie then, because that's the uh, name. Soup <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> Irrefutable logic. So have you ever spilled a soup? 
Has there been any soup disasters? No, oh. no, no soup you disasters. You always take your, your empty container out with you, right? Yes, I do. I clean up after myself. Because that's yes. very rude to bring in outside yes. food. I think it's rude to actually, I don't even leave my popcorn anymore. I, oh, I, I feel bad. I mean, because it costs $12. So like that's part of the deal. I think Jerry Seinfeld had that bit. He's like... He's like, when I pay twelve dollars for a popcorn, I'm allowed to do, you know, that. That's the contract ends, right? Something along I think those lines. This is uh, one of the better arguments I've heard for those uh, Yeti soup containers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's keep it hot the whole like time. Four hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you could make your own soup and bring it in. That's not. That's that's not prohibited. <laughs> that's not prohibited. That, been, that falls within yeah, the lines. Yes, that, I've just been buying it. That's somehow yeah. more disturbing, okay. though. <laughs> Have you ever it's gone to the good. old theater or the theater with the soup across the street, gotten the soup there, and then gone to another theater? Because no, no, I've never done that. No. She's not that no. committed to soup. Yeah, so you can't <laughs> see a movie without soup. You can. Do you find yourself in theaters <laughs> without soup, and you're like reaching for your soup, and like, oh, I didn't bring soup. No, because no. sometimes I'm not hungry, so I don't get it. But like, you're just so used to like watching the movie and you know having your soup, like you don't like it's, reach for it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's like a great way to watch a movie. You start with the soup. And then you have your popcorn, oh, the and then you move to the popcorn. Okay. Yeah, soup's yeah. first course. You're not one of those monsters that puts like milk duds in the popcorn. Right? No, never. Okay. What about in the soup? No. Are no. you one of those monsters that does that? Oh, no. I do Maltesers, which mm-hmm. are amazing if you're in Ireland. Okay, what is Maltesers, that? Maltesers, they're delicious. Sounds like a dog breed. It's like, I think they're like little pieces of honeycomb covered Ooh. in chocolate. Oh, that's good, that's good. And like with the melty of the popcorn like situation, it's delicious. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring you some Maltesers next I, time. I dated a girl for a minute who did the the milk duds in the popcorn, and I didn't like it because like it would always be like a shock to me. Like when I you know I put something, I didn't, it was in there. It's like a, a bomb. jarring, a jarring, uh, yeah. mouthfeel. It, it seems, like, seems like it could be very sticky and messy too. Yes. Yeah, it's delicious. I would ask that the audience keep it on the DL, the soup in the movie, because if it got out too much, maybe the theaters start checking you out. Yeah, like they were bananas for minions. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that's the worst. They start selling soup, and it's like nineteen bucks a bowl, and it's not good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Anderson, I, I would steal your gift. Is it A is awesome. Well done, Florence. But I feel like I'd be stealing from Atticus. Well, also, I don't know if you would actually follow through with this, and I am 100% going to follow through with this That's and true. report back. Brian's never gonna going to soup, in a, soup movie. in a movie. Yeah, Brian would not. No. See, you know what? I was this close to passing, but now it is a challenge. No, stop. I feel, like <laughs> I feel like you're challenging my manhood. No. <laughs> Make sure when you go, you also cover up with the blanket, and the blanket has a little pocket for your feet, and because mm. that's the other part of it. You have you to just what? be super cozy. It just occurred to me. I'm going to be in Phoenix next weekend. Okay. I'm trying to just sit here and act like I didn't hear her just say she's bringing soup into a movie theater for one. (laughs) And she has a blanket that has a pocket for your... Yeah, yeah. What the hell is happening here? Like... Florence moves into the theater. This whole thing is so... This is like... This might be one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. And I'm all for people being original and finding and blazing their own trail. But I feel like there was a standard set with just popcorn. Maybe you can squeeze in a hot dog, and we're f- straying from that. Yes, we are. There's yeah. Like, there's, there's, Shut up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> there's theaters with like full menus now. Oh yeah. I, I need to see the blanket with the holes with the pockets for your feet. She's ready for the. Tundra. Here's an, here's She's an idea ready though. To be entertained. Oh, that, does that mean that you're uh, you take your shoes off? Yeah, sometimes. Oh wow. There's like a liner. Wow. Yeah, there's a little bag for it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anderson. Look at that. Wow, it's a pouch. It's a mm-hmm. full-on marsupial. Mm-hmm. This is not bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty tight. So what we got to do is set up a live show for the Phoenix area and include soup in a movie, The Florence, yeah. as an added feature. <laughs> oh, yeah, and everyone soups it up. Make sure, uh, you yes, Tyler, you have to. We all try and get in with soup. <laughs> what would what would people think that we're not part of the group that were in that screening? <laughs> I saw thirty five people. <laughs> were they giving it away? Just went a soup. She to wheels in a vat of soup, <laughs> eating oh, soup at, at the Wonka screening. It was very strange. I promise you this. In all honesty, I don't like soup. I think soup sucks. I posted that on on the internet like ten years ago. I said I'll fight anybody who wants says soup is good. I'll fight and you. I had people going, I will come and fight you anytime. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of freaked me out because I was like, I'm just kidding. But I really never liked soup, never cared for soup. I've never craved something. I mean, I, that's a bold statement. Do you need soup now? I am craving soup right now like you cannot <laughs> imagine. I'm like, I want a bread bowl with soup in it. 
Yeah, and then you have a blankie and you're watching the movie. This is especially good for something um, like a three-hour movie. I did it for Oppenheimer because it's three hours. You need soup and then you take a break and then you have popcorn and then maybe afterwards you have like some peanut M&M's. There's like a whole process. It's a three-course meal. It is. I'm mercifully passing on the AMZ uh, soup gift combo. Mm. Great gift. Florence's last idea was a uh, barbecue rib bookstore. (laughs) (laughs) I feel the pages get very messy. I also have more terminology. If you ever see two movies, like one, and then go see another one, that's a double-double. And then if you see three, that's a triple-double. And I, and I said these names to my husband and he was enraged because he goes, your terminology makes no sense. <laughs> and I go, I don't care. That's what it's called. Yeah, Three in one day. Then, I don't know. This it's is what it's called. It. The double feature is just a standard thing. It doesn't necessarily have to mean two. It's just a double feature. But now it's a triple double if you saw three. Yeah. It's a triple double feature. Mm-hmm. Mike is the only one following your life. <laughs> uh, I get that. Mike gets me. All right. Thank I even you. convinced him on soup. I think we had a good gift exchange. Thank you, guys. It was time. It was awesome. Here. So much fun. I really can't but say. But baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go. But baby, it's cold outside. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industry shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jane Perlez longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-Off launches April 9th. What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? <laughs> you get the goofiest game in history, Queen's Podcast. Hi, I'm Nathan. And I'm Katie. And we're the host of Queen's Podcast. Join us while we spill the tea on women from history. We get into all kinds of stories here, like biographies of lesser-known figures. For instance, Saida Haltura, powerful pirate queen. To the stories you might already know, like Marie Antoinette or Cleopatra, but with a fun twist. Each queen is paired with a cocktail that'll totally get you in the mood to hear fun, juicy, and dramatic stories from history. Because history is so much more than just dudes on a battlefield, and we believe that the female perspective and roles are just as deserving of their time in the spotlight. Right. So come get to know these queens. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers. Hey, Matt. Did you know that wombats poop cubes? Nope. Never heard that before. Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil, did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe? Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist? Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge.
Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus tons of extra themed content on everything from The Office and Lord of the Rings to science and geography. And sometimes we even do sports. Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants. Real mature, Jeff. Forget it, Neil. It's Triviality. It was successful. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me, y'all. It's been oh, a minute. What, when do you go back to uh, Ireland? Uh, mid mid month. The I think the fourteenth. It is mid month. Oh no, it's only yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. What color is that wall? <laughs> Eggshell. Eggshell? Is it yeah. pink? You gotta no. you gotta save no. us, Anderson. We're talking about the color of the I wall. I think the sunlight's think making a little pink. It might be like eggshell. Egg <laughs> comparing it with the ceiling, it looks like it's like a light pink. Wait, well, let's ask the realtor in the room. Okay, let's uh, talk about TV shows and yeah. or movies. All right, movies. What mm-hmm. holiday movies do you eat soup and watch during the month of December? My favorite one is Love Actually. Of course. Yeah. And then another one that I don't think is really a holiday movie, but I put it as a holiday movie, is When Harry Met Sally. Because they have two very delightful... They have... Yeah, they have a scene in the... Kind of in the middle where they're celebrating the holiday together, and then at the end, they're not, and it ends on New Year's Eve. That's right. So it feels very holiday to me, and it also feels very New York to me, which I think with Anderson going to New York, maybe you guys... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you are there now. Maybe you guys could do um, movies that are just very New York. I would love to hear that as a top five topic. That's a great top five. That is a good one. Kiss your Movies brain. that are very New York? Top five New York movies. Movies where New York is Wait, almost one of the characters. Can we do that? <laughs> hey, can you, do, can you guys set little parameters for that? Like uh, movies that are very New York but don't have New York in the title? I mean, that To be eliminate like, all the big, big ones? Oh, but Escape from New York so good. Escape I know. from New York. Well, Manhattan, technically, is, which is probably the most New York movie, right? Is anybody watching uh, Murder at the End of the World? No. No. no? Okay. Is that an Irish show? Uh, no, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, it's on Hulu right now, um, and it's just it's. I found it really addictive. It's a little, you know, if you're a true crime nerd, I think it's it's going to be up your alley. Is it about flat earthers? Um, yeah. Yes, that's it. Exactly. Because there is no end. It's a sphere. Um, but they takes place. I think. Oh wait, I've seen billboards for this. Yeah. Who's it, in it? Who's the star? Uh, Emma Crown, I think. She plays the young Diana in the Crown. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, Clive Owen is in it. Um, but they, it takes place in Iceland and whatnot. And so there's just something about the the setting that's like, ooh, it's like a disturbing Christmas I movie I'm sh- watching I wonder, or I if series. They shot it there. That sounds. Yeah, yeah, I recommend. I think you'd like it, Florence. By the way, this isn't a new thought, but I do love that you just said when you're a true crime nerd, and I'm just contrasting that with the parents whose kid was murdered. Like the, <laughs> oh. the worst thing, my life will never be the same. I can never, that, you know, my child was abducted and murdered, and you're like, I'm a true crime nerd. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you think any fair, parent has been like, fair, well, fair. at least it'll be a good show? Yeah. Well, at yeah. least uh, many they people spice it up for the press. Right before they fall asleep, they'll be able yeah. to watch this horrific story. This one is fictional. It's fictional. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I think if you're if you do like the true crime world, you'd probably be interested in this. Do you, do you think with how many billions of people are on the planet and how many different types of personalities and how many different things have been done that there's anything that's fictional anymore besides flying? <laughs> I mean, do you think there's a crime you could make up that some guy in Finland's not? Oh, I do that. I do that all the time. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, like an actual crime. Yeah, cut off people's toes and use it as earplugs at concerts. Yeah. So you think all the good <laughs> crimes have been done? <laughs> all the good crimes have been done. There's nothing new and exciting. Eventually, they're going to be done. Huh. Yeah, maybe. He's holding the microphone away from his face. Sorry, I just grabbed your butt, Brian. Sorry about that. It's all right. It's a cozy group. Uh, it really is a cozy Indeed. group. Well, thanks everyone for being part of our. Wait, what do you uh, watch? What What do you? Wait, you're supposed to talk. I mean, about we can do a half hour episode if you want. But I mean, yeah, we still have thirty more minutes like. to fill. Holiday film, please, and thank you. Uh, who's up next, Mike? Mike, what do you? What holiday sh- movies do you? I don't watch really watch ever? that many movies. Mike does not have a television set um, in his house. But, but I guess nowadays you don't really need. I do. Right? Think you got iPads. You got laptops. You got I, I do have a question for everybody. Where there are holiday television shows and movies that 
are on every year, and some people use it. You know, uh, I forgot the one, the Jimmy Stewart one. There's uh, the wonderful life. The Peanuts. The Peanuts. Yeah, <laughs> like Alf, like a very special edition of Happy Days. No, but I wonder if those are just childhood memories, or if they really have some context to the hall. I wonder if you sit down with your family, watch it's a whatever lonely wonderful Christmas, life. Charlie Brown, whatever it's called. I'm sure it's not lonely Christmas, but when you sit down to watch that, if you're doing it because it's Christmas time or just because it's a ritual, and I, you know what? I'm sorry. I had a deep thought. And I you were asking if they're actually good? I can answer that. That's one who's watched those films over the last few years. There is a hierarchy like The Grinch. The Grinch is good. The, the Grinch is still Christmas. is actually like a legitimately good, fun TV movie or an hour mm. long, whatever it is. Mm. Frosty mm. the Snowman is very bad. That is a, that is, that is, Secondary at best, it is not good. Charlie Brown Christmas is much more sentimental. It's not really very good, but oh, it's, it's enjoyable. How it's dare you? No, it's not good. It's not it's good. Ever. It's fucking phenomenal. No, it's not. And it's still so good. relevant. The entire thing is about the shittiness of commercialism. No, I, I appreciate the message. There are some good qualities yeah. about it. I need to go back and watch it again because I, I haven't seen that in years. I've, I've seen it's every hilarious. year I've seen the great... Pumpkin patch or whatever. That's bad. Great pumpkin that's sucks. Really, really bad. Charlie yeah, Brown okay. Christmas is fucking great. Right. And uh, Rudolph, the uh, the claymation Rudolph, the angry skinny Santa. Good, it's fine. It's uh, you know enjoyable at best time. Speak too many songs. There's always tomorrow. <laughs> we don't need. That How am I the only one who likes Charlie Brown Christmas? It's astounding. I enjoy it, but I, like I can't it. say it's I'll really, it really good. It's phenomenal. You know, my kids and grandkids don't really like any of the old claymation stuff, but there are a few movies that we watch every year. It's Always Elf, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, sure. and Jim Carrey's The Grinch. I thought you said Alf, not <laughs> Elf. Yeah. I said I, Alf, the guy that likes to eat cats. <laughs> I was like, yeah, ha, ha. Sorry. God, Elf, of course. Elf yeah. makes all more sense. Uh, Florence, along with what you said, all the obvious uh, choices, yes, Elf, uh, Chris Vacation, uh, Love Actually, these are all watched on a regular basis in our home, along with, I'm sad to say, but also not that sad, um, the Lifetime Christmas films uh, make a, I say films, make a, uh, a solid rotation in our home, mostly for just fun, silly, stupid background. Yeah, you know, like they're good to, to make drinking games, yes, too. Yes, yes, precisely, yeah. like... They're effectively reality shows, not in the way they play out, but in the fact that they can just be on. You know, pay too much attention to them. They're holidays. They're snowing. There's a tree. You know, it's I it's have fun. a secret. I've never seen a Lifetime Christmas movie or a Hallmark Christmas. They're not movie. good. Never. In fact, they're almost they're all very bad. I'm serious. Never. They're not great, but no, they're, still, that's surprising. They're almost all bad, but it's like bad in the way that I don't know some reality shows bad or a soap opera you know it's like mm -hmm. hey, this is a fun thing to do in the holidays and who cares can I ask a group a question about a holiday film um, have you all seen I think it's called a fa the family stone I've not seen have you seen that one sounds it's familiar no. Parker in yes yes I have seen that okay okay that one came highly recommended to me I saw it on the plane and I felt kind of meh about it how do you how did you feel about it it is meh okay yeah okay. People spoke so highly of it. I thought it was revered, and maybe I just didn't get it for some reason. Okay. Is this newer or older? No, it's like an older film. I want to say like the 90s. Yeah, it was probably in the 90s at some point. Yeah. I think the National Lampoon movie is actually quietly a good movie. Like, mm -hmm. the part where he's watching home movies, like, actually gets me a little choked up. Yeah. It's like... Well, that is a much better movie than it needed to be. That could have been just a silly, you know, disposable film, but it's actually pretty good. Yeah, it it, In my opinion. it does the heartstring thing a scotch yeah. there, which is unexpected. And it's got the broad comedy, you know, icicle through the through Julie Dreyfus's uh, window. Hey, what do you think was the first Christmas movie? <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? That was probably the first like really? mainstream one. one, probably. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, you got me. Was the Star Wars uh, television special was that Christmas related or was that uh, Halloween related? It Christmas, was Christmas. Right? What, what's the story of that? So speaking of which, you guys, I don't know if you're aware of this. By the time this airs, I think I'm pretty sure it's Netflix or one of the bigger um, uh, streaming platforms has a movie, a documentary coming out about the holiday special, the Star Wars holiday special. Can't so, wait. By the time people hear this, uh, listening to Mike Carano ask the question, you can go. I will have probably seen it by now. You can go and uh, see for yourself exactly how this whole mess played out. 
on Disney, no? I think it's on Netflix, but I, I uh, Avery can verify that. He's Disney on the has the actual special. I, think. I don't believe. No, I do. I have it. You have Mike it? has oh. it, and I watched right, it. I watched Mike's copy back in the I day. I don't believe it's accessible. It's tough. Okay, it's real right. tough to get through. Because it's supposed right. to be really bad. I yes, I, never, I think I, never, I watched it when I was a little girl, but it's remember. not even good bad. It's like, it's embarrassing. You're like, you wish they didn't make it. <laughs> like it makes you uncomfortable watching yeah. it because it's just okay. so. I guess cringe is the word that mm-hmm. people. It's just like who like the. If you're in a room and someone's reacting positively to it, you can't be around that person ever again. <laughs> it's one of those. Got like, it. Oh, so you react to like you think that's cute? No, I we can't. We so can't that's the new friendship litmus test. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, new. Yeah, it's kind of been mine for a long, long okay. time. Oh, <laughs> I'm just catching on, but I like it. All right, Anderson, answer the question. What are you watching the holidays? Uh, Henry the Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah, that's a very it, show, it's just show, it happens to show on IFC like every Christmas Eve. <laughs> Um, no, it's Christmas Story. Christmas Story is one that's a good one. I, I didn't even I didn't even seen it just like five six years ago, and now it's just one that's always on. Yeah, what a good, what a great one. That's yeah, like really the good. Shawshank Redemption of holiday movies. That captures your, your childhood pretty well, yeah. You bastard. Set in nineteen fifty one. All right, guys. I'm sorry. I am. Uh, I'm on. Uh, like a, I'm on one bar. So. I know where. Do you have a holiday film that you uh, return to? I do, year? and I have an answer to Mike's question. So the first uh, Christmas it's movie, a Disturbance or something. Right? 1898, Santa Claus. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. It's a big Santa Claus. Oh, I've seen in part 1898. Wow, I've seen that. Wow, that's a hipster response. I mean, I absolutely <laughs> have though. Wow. Who was it? It's uh, it's a British it? silent film it? directed by George Albert Smith. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I know that. Uh, but to answer your question, I love Charlie Brown Christmas. I watched it this weekend, actually. Right. It's not Christmas until I watch that. It's right. gra- It holds out. Everything. Right. It's know, great. I, I found it dated, but uh, the spirit is there. I get sure. dusty every time. Uh, and I am also one of those douches who watches Die Hard every year. Me too. I love Die Hard at Christmas. It's so weird that people argue against it being a Christmas. Well, it's great. I mean, if you guys were listening last week when we were doing top five, uh, better as holiday movies. You you heard my entire diatribe on that. So oh, yeah, that was. I don't awkward. know why you weren't listening. We're poking bears. I realize, <laughs> but I also like to watch it for Valentine's Day mm. because it's kind of romantic. All the, blood, all the, the things red. he does to get to hot, like Holly. That's right. <laughs> yeah. hey, I have a question about Die Hard. I know it's a staple on. I'm sorry. You say that you could say the oh, same thing talking. about falling down. That's very romantic. All the things yeah. he does to get back to his wife. So Die Hard. Was it just happenstance that it took place at Christmas time, or was that tied into it was going to be released at Christmas? We or, should not be talking about. It. Or was that a, a set piece that it was Christmas? Is based on a book in the book. Yeah, happened. It's based Christmas. on a book by Roderick Thorpe. No, actually, no. Was it? It was released in July. Guys, it's not a Christmas. Yeah, it's a summer film. action film. There's Christmas elements in the movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Uh, it's the Christmas elements in the life uh, of When you brought it up foolishly. Yes, Christmas is uh, crucial to the plot. It would not exist without uh, Christmas. It'd be a different movie, and thus it's a Christmas film. Mm-hmm. Like oh. Arbor Day just wouldn't work. Yeah, like no one's getting together for a giant 4th of July office party. That's ridiculous. Mm. But you know They what? could be getting together for the boss's we birthday. We literally this already. They could be getting together uh, for like a, a giant celebration for that guy. Would the company milestone. Would the, building, would the building be empty at night? Yeah. Why Nine would to they want to rewrite would the police the film be off duty? perfect. I'm just saying that the people that like to make the argument that it's a Christmas movie are, are just doing so to argue. Like it's just, I disagree. It's I, wish, I wish the argument go away. It's obviously a Christmas movie and... Can I just like watching it at Christmas either way? (laughs) Like whether it being like, can I just like it? Here's the question that I've been posed and I posed last week on the episode. Is Die Hard 2 a Christmas movie? Oh yeah, very snowy. See, that for me, it could be New Year's, it could be end of the holiday. Yeah, it could be. Christmas doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, just the snow. I mean, I I don't consider Northman uh, a Christmas (laughs) Uh, movie. There's a lot of snow. A lot of snow in the Northman. Respectfully disagree. (laughs) Snow? He decorates a house. Anderson. He does. He, he decorates does. the house with uh, body parts. <laughs> Strange ornaments. Maybe he was going for like a Jack Skellington vibe. Yeah, Andrew, do me a favor real quick with that laptop there. Look yes. up the uh, Star Wars holiday documentary that should be out now on Netflix, I believe. I think it's called A Great Disturbance or something. Something like that. I have a, I have a quick comment to make about Christmas. Yeah. Um, 
I'm Father God, follow me at my front. <laughs> I, I always found it disturbing that Disneyland decorates the Haunted Mansion for Christmas, but then all of a sudden one year they just decided, oh, we're keeping it up through, th- through Halloween, so it's Christmas and Halloween. I remember that year. And I don't uh, appreciate that, and mm-hmm. I wondered if, like, how can you drag, what gives them the the gall a nightmare before christmas yeah Yeah, i understand that but that just seems like they're really really shorting you as the customer Mm -hmm. because it feels like it should be decorated for christmas it all comes down then halloween not oh guess what we're covering two what's next like it's also new year's haunted mansion and then it's easter haunted man all Mm -hmm. at once you know i i don't like that they did that i just want to put that out there that negative energy thanks bye it was incorrect of them i agree i don't know about that one year mike but i will say as one who was literally just on the haunted mansion two and a half weeks ago i appreciate that it's a rare say hours <laughs> you no, made it no, seem like it was so no, so we're, recent we're just there and it was all decked out for jack skellington yeah. i appreciate that the movie is a healthy combo of christmas and and halloween and thus makes sense I, but i were saying like there's like cheaping out or like jipping the the customer out of Can't the experience jipping. it's like yeah you put it up for one put it up for the other and then go back to the regular yeah Anyway, They've got the budget, you know. That, yeah, they can do it. My God. It is a disturbance in the force, and it is streaming as of today, uh, December 5th. All right. It's already out, the documentary. It's out right now, streaming. It's a glorious day, y'all. It is a glorious day. Where's Where the streaming? What's well, this? Uh, it says to rent. You can rent it right now on Vudu. I hope this is on par with that movie that was the uh, behind the scenes of The Room. What was that called? That movie that was about the room. The, the movie? It was the, the Disaster Artist. Oh, the Greg Sestero yeah, yeah. one? What was it called? The Disaster Artist. Yeah. yeah, that was good. That was good. I don't know if we're not to acknowledge Jane Franco being good, but he was good. Mm. All right, Anderson's fading fast. No, I'm good. <laughs> oh, you just six people in this room. Oh. You're doing so good. Everyone's doing great. I great do, job, I mean, everyone. I do have one. Work till 145 and then kind of couldn't sleep and I got a lot of shit going on. All right. I've got no, a gift no, recommendation. No one wants to hear that. Oh yeah, Avery's got a Chris. Avery's got an update on the on the Christmas uh, gift guide. Yes, this would have been on my list had I been aware of it. So I, Spotify. If you pay for Spotify, you now get fifteen free hours of audiobooks included. So I was just going through there, seeing which one I liked per the most. month or like per year? per month. Oh, nice. Um, That's a lot. I think it's what Audible gives you. So does it roll over? Use it. I don't That's think so. Time to listen to fifteen audiobooks. Fifteen hours. Fifteen oh, hours. Not fifteen audiobooks. My fifteen hours. For example, which made the New York Times bestseller list was ran. <laughs> really? Yeah, it did. Oh, that's yeah. great. So you like one or two. I rarely mention it. So I <laughs> started with the Killers of the Flower Moon. Very good. Would recommend that. Times is that a local paper? No, no, it's an ad. Just pay for a record. We're circling back. We'll circle back. We're circling back. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Amber. But the one I discovered that's phenomenal uh, is Chaos, a uh, Charles Manson, the CIA, and the secret history oh. of the 60s. Yes, yes. I've yes. heard of this. This is Dying fucking unbelievable. So it's streaming on Spotify now. Amber, okay. Is this the one that kind of debunks Bugliosi? Yes, all yeah. of it. I, so I've never been a conspiracy guy. I've never been a big Manson guy. Uh, I've never d- dove into any- anything like this. This is unbelievable, the amount of access he has, where this guy was uh, uh, requested to do uh, some story, contracted for like a three-month-long story for some entertainment mag, for Premiere Magazine, and he ended up becoming so obsessed that he researched this book for 20 years. <gasps> At like the cost of his Holy life, his like cow. personal life, his financial life, ended up getting like five hundred grand in debt as a result of this of like failed book deals, and it's un unbelievable what is, what is where he goes. The so the main he, he keeps just pulling at threads. It's essentially that he noticed the the official narrative behind the Manson crimes had a lot of holes in it or things uh, facts that they found at the scene that were not really explicable, mm-hmm. and he basically interviews every single person involved with this all the way down to like Charles Manson's parole officer at the time as him on the record Bugliosi is all he gets access to all these documents that have been just like sitting in UCLA's archives that no one had ever ever like archived it it sounds crazy to even attempt to talk about it so I won't because it'll just turn people off but once you start pulling the thread it's astounding where I'm 100% convinced we did not get the entire story that no, something was going on yeah. there it's it's unbelievable how yeah. did you uh, discover this book 
Because I've heard it too, but I can't remember who told me about it. And I'm wondering, We've had like, when somebody finds something that, they, that is really compelling to them, I'm always, always curious how they found out about it. Like if it just came highly. So it was recommended as a result from Killers of the Flower Moon. So it was under their true crime section. I was, I was very skeptical. I've always been interested in Vance and obviously mm -hmm. somebody who grew up in L.A. But I always thought like, All right, come on, this has got to be bullshit. But just the it's so highly rated and reviewed on Goodreads, which is pretty uncommon. Uh, that I had to see. All right, give me your best shot. Convince me. And I, it was, I, I listened to this entire thing in two days. I could not put it wow. down. It awesome. was unbelievably compelling. Just the degree of research that he does and linking other murders that the Mansons committed that I didn't mm -hmm. even wasn't oh, even aware of. Yeah. And the timeline and how that was messed with and just the amount of things swept under the rug or things that are too uh, that can't be coincidence. Like again, Mark. I. You are correct about Goodreads. It is hard to get a good rating in there. My book, the bestseller, is <laughs> only 4.0 out of 5, which is... Rude. Feels harsh. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. Thank you. That's what it's this has. much higher on other, other services. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what this one has, too, uh, is a 4 on Goodreads. This is almost the gift. I almost canceled my gift that I had mm -hmm. to buy the hard copy version of this, but I didn't didn't have it in time. But I would highly recommend it. It also fits in nicely if you want to read this along with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where it fills in a lot of the gaps. It really fills in what was going on in the Laurel Canyon scene and how that was way seedier than you would think. How there's a lot of career criminals, oh, drug dealers, like murder involved in that already. Seedier can you think it would be? I have a very fun fact. Wild. I have a copy of the book Helter Skelter oh. signed by Vincent Bolioski. Oh, wow. Yeah. He ran against my dad um, for DA, and my dad won. And anyway, there's uh yeah, he was he did some shady stuff. He's a bad yeah. guy. Full your circle. Wait, your dad really? was your dad was DA? Yeah. Of Pasadena. He was DA of Los Angeles, and he was Attorney General of the great state of California. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Bury the lead. Probably yeah. should know that. But I would I would highly recommend because Anderson, weren't you into Manson at some point? Weren't oh, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was I was huge into Manson like. Oh, uh, seventh grade, my mom got me a book, I think for Christmas. Manson in his own words, that's where it all began. Yeah. yeah. My mom got <laughs> Yeah, there's some really graphic stuff. Here in there you go, too. honey. I think this from Santa. Charlie loved to paint himself as a victim. And I remember, sorry, ladies, but like, there was a passage in there where he's talking about no one knows pain until they've. I mean. Come on, cleanse the palate. This yeah, is the Christmas. We need the drop. This is. We need the content. He was, how do, how do we, he was talking words. about being taken advantage of in prison, like yeah. you've heard people doing to each other. Like when someone steals your cigarettes? Nope. And how he was open, he had an open wound back there and then he was, and then he, chewing tobacco was spit into his open wound oh back there. And he's like, oh that's, God. that's uh, oh painting himself as the victim, right? Uh, always, because that's what, that's what Charlie did. Uh, and he was talking about how you. And in fact, I don't even know if that was in prison. That wasn't in prison. That was actually, I think, beforehand. It was before That's what everybody was calling him. Because he was taken advantage of and he had some tough times, I guess, before he even became the cult leader. But what? yeah, I remember that vividly. I was like. I was like 12, 13 years old reading this book that they, my mom got me for Christmas. One of the most shocking things day. to me was the entire thing. So he's let out of prison at age 32 in 1967, and Sharon Tate is murdered two years later. He's a nobody, and in two years, he becomes the Manson that we all know. Two years to do all that. Unbelievable. He had a lot of confidence. Unbelievable. Yeah. But they get into like his origin story, his whole year at Haight Ashbury. And how just how connected he was to the Hollywood scene, how he was effectively a pimp for Dennis Wilson and all these other big wigs, and mutual friend Ed Bagley knew him, and uh, yeah, they uh, unbelievable. One unbelievable. of Angela Lansbury's daughters almost joined his cult. <laughs> I know. I don't know why Wild. I know that fact. Yeah. yeah. Earlier, I thought we all looked like the Manson family because we're like all like yes. laying around on Huddle. each other like <laughs> cats. <The shut> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We look like we're at the Spawn Ranch. No, I, I pass the Spawn Ranch on the 118 probably six times a week. And I every single time I look over there and I think of all the debauchery that mm -hmm. happened right there. You can see it clearly from the 118 going uh, it's haunted, southbound. It's yeah. haunted, for sure. Yeah. And Merry Christmas. Sorry to bring, <laughs> sorry to bring Manson's uh, yeah. But it's a great story, gift. Yeah. It is a great gift, the hardcover book or the audiobook. <laughs> you sold it because that sounds interesting. I think it's, it's, I mean, you didn't I really talk know very little about him. And uh, the whole, I didn't know there was any kind of conspiracy theories about it. I thought it was just an open and shut The conspiracies case. are mainly like the CIA had something to do with like his mind control it, and drugs uh, and stuff, right? And he gets into that. And I, I, it, 
you have to just because re- talking about the stuff he reveals all sound like an actual insane person but as you see the evidence that he has and who he interviews and how he lays it out it's it's and he has people backing it up Hold yeah 100 percent. Like mk ultra stuff yes link to that he gets into really? all that he gets into mind control he gets into yeah all right okay i'm into it it's sure. it's fascinating okay all right, thanks, you guys, for indulging us like we do every year. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, our little uh, get-together, informal uh, as it was. But uh, we always talk movies, talk gifts, catch up on life, good stuff. Um, Dana, do you have anything to plug, like a, a, a social media, anything? No, not really. I'm off the right, X thing. Yeah. Bye. Good, smart. Uh, right. Next week we'll be back with a, uh, a live show. We didn't take any. we got to go. We'll Let's uh, let Florence uh, mention where they can find her. Yeah. Please. I've just been working my little heart out being an attorney. You can find yeah. me at BrummerLaw.com. BrummerLaw.com. I stepped on it. B-R-U-E-M-M-E-R-L-A-W.com. She has a delightful podcast as well. Bonafide legal podcast. Very good. Are we wrapping this up? You look tired. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm talking to you. Beautiful. Thanks, Bill. Right. Yeah, we're getting back together in eight hours. I was gonna say, you're gonna be great. Something. Anderson's gonna, gonna take great. a power now. It's gonna be like the ambient show without the ambient. I don't know if time to do a power up. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to say we'll be back live with uh, ne- next week or uh, updated show with uh, new movies, uh, new recent movies, and uh, flick fashion and a new top five. So thank you very much. Have a safe and merry Christmas, everybody, and happy ha- uh, Hanukkah and any other uh, holidays. Kwanzaa, which is kind of happy. Please say we do it for Santa. But we do it for uh, for. Uh, uh, for, yeah, we do it for Vanga. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we're like coasting to a stop there. Wait, we're not done yet. Oh, we're still about five minutes. <laughs> I like that you, were, uh, you, were caught, you caught yourself making a mistake and you said we do it for whatever and you went, Jesus. Yeah. And then that could be the end. <laughs> All right, buddy. Until next time. We do it for Vanga. Hang up your pretty stockings. Turn off your lights. Santa Claus is coming down your chimney tonight. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.